You're about to listen to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host, Kelly, and the author of When Everyone Shines But You, a mental health and self-acceptance blogger and a recovering darkness addict. I have experienced intense anxiety, deep depression and life trauma, but I'm coming out of the other side now. Darkness was a comfort zone for me for a long time, and it felt safer than the light. So in this podcast, I share with you my journey into the light and how I move through challenge in an empowering way. I'll share with you tools and nurturing ways to embrace your humanity. I was once a shy, scared introvert, afraid to speak, but that's all changing. Let's take this journey together and learn to fly. Hi there and welcome back to Kelly Martin Speaks. I'm your host Kelly Martin and this is episode 74. Now first I'd like to apologise if you hear any hums in this recording. I've got my central heating on because it's very cold today and that's what you'll be hearing if you hear a funny noise. Now today I'm going to talk about how judgement of that which we want can set us up for a life of never receiving it. This past two weeks, I've been delving deeply into my own psyche and after an appointment with a local osteopath, I discovered something pretty significant for me. And it was that I have been telling a story of loss to myself for a very long time. In a recent blog post on Kelly Martin Speaks called Is Fear of Loss Preventing Your Happiness? I unravelled some old, quite strong and consistent programming from life that led me to live a half-life in many ways. A life where I fear loss so greatly that inwardly I have been protecting myself from the good aspects of living. Now, how did I do this? They ranged from keeping love, joy, abundance, friendship and more away from me. The fear was so great that I I kept friendships away, the exception being emotionally or physically unavailable people. And I would not allow anyone or anything into my life that I could fully love. Because to me, because of my past experiences, to open my heart fully was to experience incredibly painful loss. Now those of you who have been listening to my podcast for a while will know that I have had quite close loss through deaths in my family and other types of loss also, and it's been ongoing. So in a way, I allowed myself nothing so I could lose nothing. This is a huge downside, though. Because if we keep people, things, opportunities, the good stuff away to prevent pain, we end up feeling the very pain we fear on a regular basis. My pain was this 
constant feeling of sorrow and sadness. It was so easy to misinterpret others not being up to my standards because I could not see the unconscious me was protecting me from harm. By only attracting those who I could not befriend, love or appreciate further because they were not around in my life long enough to do so. So this goes into the subject of this short podcast on judgment and how it affects our ability to live the life we want. Judgment is something we all do as human beings. We judge what we see, what we experience and what we desire. We make assumptions and we decide whether something or someone is right for us or not. And it's perfectly healthy and natural to do it in certain ways. It's how we decide what we want in life and what we don't. Now the problem with judgment is that we can judge the very thing that we want. For example, say you wanted a girlfriend and a relationship and you were feeling very unsuccessful at this. You may believe you are unlovable or unworthy of a relationship or it's never going to happen. But what you may not realise is, if you have judgments about women, how they are, what they do, whether they are out of your reach or unavailable to you, this would put a stop on allowing them into your life. Because you would be protecting yourself from the pain from what you perceive them to be. You may also judge relationships to be a certain way, so you may put relationships into a box of perfection. In the movie industry, in books and television shows, this is all the same. They do it all the time. The relationships we see are often the ideal, the most attractive people of the same age, who are a couple together, not a hair out of place, and their love life is mess-free. But in reality, we all know that relationships are the grounds for great learning and great growth. They can be very messy. They can be very different to the ideal, and by putting our desires into a box, we prevent ourselves from being able to open a potential box that would be deeply satisfying to us as a a human being. For example, there is someone in this world who is perfect for you. They would bring you great transformation as a person. They would challenge you, love you unconditionally. And maybe they look a bit different to what you expected. Maybe they have a large birthmark on their face or some kind of perceived disability. And maybe maybe they are twice your age even. The judgment of that desire would then stop you ever meeting them, or accepting them into your life. Because they were not wrapped in the exact package you thought you needed. I know this too well, I've done this also. When dealing with judgments, we need to see if we are afraid of something in our lives happening. 
As I said earlier, mine has been a persistent fear of loss. So my life judgments have revolved around this once unconscious fear. With a fear of loss, those people who came into my life, I made massive judgments about. With friendships who came and went, people who were physically unavailable, I judged them in all honesty as inconsiderate assholes. But in reality, they were simply being themselves, spending time with me when they were able, and only, only able to sort of live up to what I had projected outwards. I had set up my story to keep myself safe. They were keeping me safe as they were characters in my entire life story. Our protection strategies inside can be quite deep and we need to look at them. One friend who I started to open my heart to and love deeply for the first time since childhood, after what felt like decades of friendship abandonment, became more and more unavailable. I realise now the more I open my heart to loving that friend, the greater her time constraints and stress levels became so she was not able to meet my demands. I wanted to see her more than once a month or once every two months. I had it in my head that to develop a friendship, a close one, needed time. And while this was true, it was my own judgment that created our friendship to be that way, to keep me safe. She was the perfect character to play unavailability. She set me up, so I felt the pain of loss when the friendship ended really strongly and completely. So my unconscious fear was confirmed, and my inner child basically said, Right, see what happens when you love someone? I will protect you by keeping anyone away that you can love fully. But with judgment, there is a time and place to work through them. We haven't got to stay this way. The more we get to know ourselves and become aware, the more can change. Back then, I was not ready for friendships like that. Because I was not able to work through my fear of loss. And so do, in so doing my judgments, because my fear of loss was so deeply unconscious to me, were driving my life story without me even knowing it. I knew I was feeling sorrow and sadness a lot of the time, but I didn't know that my fear of loss and trying to keep it away from me was the very thing causing the sadness and sorrow. I judged friendships as either good friendships or crap friendships. I could not allow those who would be able to develop the friendships into a closer and long-term friendship. And I did the same with partners. My last partner being a raging narcissist. One of the most unavailable to intimacy, personality characteristics going. He was unable to commit, thereby reinforcing my need to continue to protect myself from loss. In relationships, I became very needy for love because I feared abandonment. So I grabbed tightly onto the other person. But because I feared abandonment, 
I judged that people would inevitably ban abandon me, so I allowed people into my life who could not commit to a relationship or friendship. I was lucky, however, with one friend, my best friend Michael. He was so stubbornly resolute in his friendship with me that no matter how much I tried to push him away with neediness, he stuck around and for this I am very grateful. So what can we do about these judgments that may be preventing or receiving good into our lives? We first need to forgive ourselves for judging others or life. We need to understand that we were only trying to keep ourselves safe. And while granted this way of doing things may no, may no longer work, it did work for a time. Our unconscious was trying to keep us safe from whatever perceived threat it could see. A fear of loss, a fear of abandonment, a fear of rejection. Pick your fear of choice. By learning to discover what it is that we fear, we can then begin, begin to unravel it. Look at our entire life differently and see where in our lives we are holding back from life. And look to see if the very things that we want are, are we judging them? Some examples of judging I've already talked about, but other examples can include judging money as wrong or only for greedy and mean-spirited people so we can feel quite virtuous in life by being good by having no money we can judge men as takers and not givers and so never letting a man into our heart or life we can judge work or a career as painful and stressful so keeping ourselves down in life, not going any further with our passions because a career appears to be painful and exhausting. Judging relationships is too needy as we strive for independence, yet we end up disassociating ourselves from others instead of instead and feeling lonely. So what judgments do you feel are preventing you receiving the very thing that you want right now? And are there any fears that are behind those judgments that are trying to keep you safe? I hope you can work through this and get an understanding that I'm starting to. It's not an easy journey to unravel the deepest core fears, but it's really worthwhile. Thanks for listening to another episode of Kelly Martin Speaks. If you have a question or topic you are struggling with and would like me to answer on an upcoming podcast episode, please get in touch. Your name will be confidential. Email me at kellymartinspeaks at gmail.com or message me on Facebook via my page, Kelly Martin Speaks. And don't forget if you feel that others are passing you by and the not good enough voice is screaming loudly, pop by kellymartin.co.uk to find out all about my books, including book one, When Everyone Shines But You, which will be an audiobook next year. You can also support my channel via my podcast page on my website kellymartinspeaks.co.uk via PayPal. Until next time, bye for now.
You've been listening to my podcast, Kelly Martin Speaks. I'd really appreciate your feedback. If you're listening on iTunes, please give me a review. It helps me be seen and heard by those that need it. You can also follow me on kellymartinspeaks.co.uk where you can read my blogs, find out about my book series and subscribe to my monthly newsletter. I'm also all over social media. So search for me via Kelly Martin Speaks on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. I'll speak to you next week. Bye.